The United States Department of Agriculture has been funding various initiatives in Wisconsin and across the country to support agriculture. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report, and I am speaking with USDA Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs, Jenny Lester Moffitt. She came to Wisconsin to visit with those producers, talk about some of the successes that they have seen. The funding that the USDA has provided local farmers trying to connect with communities and a larger market. How does what Wisconsin have going on compared to other states across the country with what they're doing with some of the funding they've received for similar initiatives. This initiative is part of the work that we're doing at USDA, building and strengthening local and regional markets, transforming our food system so that our food system is one that serves the many, the many farmers, the many consumers, and the many everyone in between. What we heard today is a strength in partnerships, all of the different people that are behind our food system and how important it is that we invest not just in the infrastructure, which is critically important, strengthening processing capacity, distribution, retail, all of the different components, of course, supporting farmers and ranchers in production and their food, but also the community infrastructure, the partnership infrastructure, so that farmers know how to get their food to new markets. And so that's what we heard today with this community and this group of farmers and this group of people who are working with farmers is to get product from farm and particularly small farms, particularly farms that traditionally have not been able to access these unique markets and get that product to nutrition programs like food banks and food pantries so that are feeding their really great, healthy locally produced food to the communities in their neighborhood and the communities in their neighborhood have access that they haven't had before. What I heard that's really unique to Wisconsin, and I hear it around the country, but I think I heard it especially loud and true at this table, is really that of acknowledging the resilience in the food system, acknowledging that small farmers and the self-determination of small farmers have the ability and the dignity of getting a fair price for the product that they're growing. And at the same time, that consumers and that recipients of these programs are having the dignity of food that is produced in a way that is not just healthy and local and fresh, which are all very important, but are also culturally appropriate. That the types of food that they're getting are the types of food that they want to eat and they deserve to eat. And so I think the dignity is the key thing I heard today around the table is this isn't just about building, strengthening food systems, but it's about a dignified food system. The specific program that we were talking about today is the Local Food Purchase Assistance Program. And this was initially funded at $3 million from the USDA and just received an additional $5 million. Was that because you saw the success of what was already going on with that money? Or was it perhaps because so many people had initially applied for assistance and there still needed to be more producers receiving support? I think it's both, right? It's both. We initially did the first, I would say, amount of money, that $400 million that we announced. There was such a huge demand across the country with states, with tribes, with territories, and the innovation that we saw in how this money is being spent in a way that is building long-term resiliency in a food system. It's about feeding people. Yes, it's about making sure farmers have a fair price for that food that they're feeding people, but it's really about looking long-term and saying, we're going to use this program to change the food system. We're going to use this program to build the foundation that we need so that we have the people in place to connect the dots all the way through the food system. The food system is complex and getting product from farm to consumer is 
is a, is a maze to navigate. And so having the people in place to do that as well as the power of procurement, I think is what is neat. So yeah, it is both. And do you believe that there have already been many successes from this funding? Or do you think there's still quite a ways to go before we can get things to the level that the USDA is hoping for? Oh, I see this as really the, the beginning. And it's, and it's in many ways kind of like a freight train or a steamship, right? This is investment that is happening slowly, and that's by design, right? Because we know that we're going to pick up steam, and we're going to go faster over time, and we're going to bring in more people into the fold. So I think we are just at the tip in the beginning of a food system that is going to transform producers, communities. I think it's going to transform rural America, urban America in a way that we are much more mindful of how our decision-making process and how the food system from farm to fork really happens. So I think this is the beginning. I'm excited. We have several different investments. This local food purchase assistance is about creating the demand and the capacity within the food system to purchase food, healthy, locally grown food for communities, for feeding and nutrition programs. But we're also investing in infrastructure. We're also investing in processing capacity. We've invested a substantial amount of dollars here, even in Wisconsin, in meat processing capacity. And we're working in partnership with the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture in processing capacity for everything in the food system, except for meat and poultry processing, because we're doing that already. We're investing in value-added producer grants. We're investing in dairy business innovation centers. Particularly, there's a dairy business innovation center here in Wisconsin. And so new value opportunities for dairy products as well. All of these things together build a resilient marketplace for food producers. What does it mean to you to have the opportunity to sit down at the table with local producers, local farmers, and hear their stories of what this funding has done for them? Well, it's so special. It's so powerful to hear their vision to hear the work that they had been doing and starting and that with this investment that USDA has made, how it's really been able to take their vision and turn it into reality, right? We heard from a farmer who has been basically gathering donations from some of the folks that they're selling their product to and using the donated money to then be able to take some of their product and get it into communities in need. And that is incredible. And that vision and that heart that they have is incredible. And I hope that continues. We can also help that. And we've been able to help that and and spur that growth even more with federal investments. And I know also the state has also coupled this with state investments. And so the power of partnership between federal, state, farmers and ranchers and producers, like what we hear from the table Hearing the story of farmers who are new into agriculture, who've experienced so many different life challenges and how agriculture and food and the healing power of food and farming can transform a life. I mean, that is what America is all about. That is what we, how we build um, a stronger America together. What are some of the other funding initiatives that the USDA is really pushing right now to support farmers and producers, not just in Wisconsin, but across the country? A lot of what we're doing, right, is, of course, making sure that every farmer and rancher, every farmer and rancher, especially farmers and ranchers who traditionally have not come to USDA for support, have access to USDA programming. So working on all of our different traditional programs that we have and making sure we have more equitable access is key and core to the work that we're doing. We're also working on, just like we're building 
more new and better markets for producers, producers to have more opportunities to sell their product into more markets and with their food that they're growing. Also about building markets for the non-food products that farmers are growing, the climate smart agriculture, the products, the practices that farmers, like the farm that we're on here, building soil health, improving water quality, capturing carbon through their soil and other practices that they do, really getting a marketplace set up for farmers and particularly small farmers to be able to tap into these climate smart agriculture markets is a big part of that as well. You're going to be in Wisconsin for a couple of days. What else are you going to be doing while you're here? This afternoon, I'll be visiting a meat processing operation that received one of our grants to achieve their grant of inspection so they can actually ship their meat across state lines. That's something we heard a lot during the beginning of the pandemic was when meat processing operations, the major ones, shut down. Farmers lost access to processing capacity, and so they turned to their local meat processing. But some, of, many of the local meat processing were only able to do it for basically personal consumption. And so, being able to now have marketplace for producers to be able to get their product processed and then be able to turn around and sell it to stores, to restaurants, and across state lines is really important. So we're going to visit that. And then tomorrow we're going to visit a farm over closer to Milwaukee that is doing a bunch of different things. They're an organic dairy farm and an organic grain farm. We have a program. We've invested $300 million in the Organic Transition Initiative. And part of that is building what we call farmer-to-farmer mentorships. So farmers who are experienced in farming organically, being able to be mentors to farmers who are looking to become organic farmers. We heard this even around the table with farmers who are looking to learn from other farmers about urban farming, about farming practices, about how to grow this, how to grow that. And the same is true with organic farming. It is, it is unique and it, it requires a lot of experience that many new farmers don't have. And so to be able to be mentored. And so we're going to visit one of those farmers who is looking to be a mentor farmer for other organic farmers. There is the possibility at the end of a week that we could go into a shutdown with the government if they don't pass a spending bill. How would that affect the USDA and its operations if that actually does happen and our government shuts down? USDA has a presence in every single county across the country. Every county across the country. We have a presence. We're working on, we of course have the Forest Service. We have programs for rural development, rural housing programs where people are applying for loans to get homes. We have programs, of course, getting access to capital and loans, farmers going to the Farm Services Agency offices to get loans right now in the heart of harvest, right? And we have, of course, in very, very important nutrition programs. And the WIC program will be impacted almost immediately some states in the matter of the first couple of days if there is a shutdown. Some states it might be a matter of a couple of weeks, but huge impact to mothers and to children and able to get access to the food that they need, the nutrition that they need to be able to, to keep themselves and their new babies healthy. And, and so that will be impacted immediately. But also, of course, we're going to feel it across rural America. We're going to feel it across here in Wisconsin in every single county because Over 50,000 of our staff at USDA will be furloughed in the event of a shutdown. The United States Department of Agriculture is doing good work providing monetary resources for small processors and small producers all across the country to continue to expand and to continue to get into new markets and really change the face of agriculture within the United States. And that was highlighted here at this roundtable here in Mount Horeb with a variety of small producers all across the state. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report.